0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, July 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Mexican president presses U.S. dims. Crop insurance allies look for heel friends, and labor nominee has pro-business record. A deadline looms for a budget deal. Talks between the White House and congressional Democrats over the budget and debt ceiling are going down to the wire as negotiators try to get a deal House members can consider before they leave D.C. at the end of the week on their long summer break. The Senate will be in session next week as well. This deal, if there is one, would finally allow work to proceed on funding the government for fiscal 2020, which starts October 1st. For more on what's happening this week in the Ag Policy Front, read our Washington Week Ahead. Available at www.agripulse.com. Mexican President pitches USMCA to House Dems. It's not just President Donald Trump leaning on House Democrats to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Mexican President Andres Manuel López Obrador, also known as AMLO, greeted a visiting delegation of several House Democrats on Friday and made his own argument as to why the U.S. should follow Mexico's lead and approve the trade pact. Obrador, in a tweet after the meeting, said he explained that "...our government is in favor of the treaty because we consider it beneficial to the three nations." While most House Democrats would readily agree with that, many also want further assurances that the labor and environmental provisions Mexico agreed to are enforceable. Dems are committed to ensuring any new trade deal is enforceable and has strong worker and environmental protections, a spokesman for Democrats on the House Ways and Means Committee in a tweet after the AMLO meeting. Lawmakers Launching Educational Push for Crop Insurance Lawmakers who are forming a new caucus to promote the importance of the federal crop insurance program will launch their effort in an educational event this week on Capitol Hill. About 40 to 50 people, including farmers, insurance agents, industry representatives, and some members of Congress are expected to appear at the Thursday event along with the caucus leaders Rep. Sherry Bustos of Illinois and Glenn Thompson of Pennsylvania, an Illinois farmer, will talk about how critical crop insurance has been in the Midwest this year due to the spring flooding. Farmers running into issue with prevent plant claims. An unusual problem with prevented planting benefits has surfaced this year because of the flooding that has hit some farmers in the late winter and early spring USDA's Risk Management Agency allows insurance providers to deny farmers the 5% buy-up option for prevent plant coverage if the company doesn't think the sale's closing date that producers can get their crops on the ground. An insurance industry expert says there has been some inconsistency in how that policy has been applied since companies have the discretion to sell the buy-up. RMA has no idea how many such denials there have been, but producers can ask for mediation or arbitration. RMA spokeswoman said, it is difficult to know whether concerns about unequal treatment are warranted since there is great variability from one producer's situation to the next with regard to climate, soil, and a suite of crops planted, that according again to RMA. Late Justice Son Nominated for Labor Post Eugene Scalia, son of the late Supreme Court Justice Anton Scalia and Trump's nominee to be Labor Secretary, can be expected to focus on easing the regulatory burden on business if he receives Senate confirmation. Scalia has represented large corporations in a series of high-profile cases as a partner at a blue-chip law firm, Gibson, Dunn & Crutcher. In 2006, he helped Walmart prevent Maryland from requiring companies with more than 10,000 workers to either spend at least 8% of their payroll costs on health care or pay into a state Medicaid fund, according to the New York Times. He also represented SeaWorld in a worker safety case after a trainer was killed by a killer whale. In a 2014 decision, the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals upheld Labor Department fines and citations against the company for not doing enough to prevent the death. Ag labor expert says Scalia doesn't have a record on farm employment matters, but he had been strongly recommended for the job by Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas, a strong advocate for curbing immigration. I'm concerned he'll be a champion for working Americans against red tape and burdensome regulation as Labor Secretary, according to Cotton. Keep in mind, when he last faced Senate confirmation as a DOL solicitor, Democrats refused to give him a vote, leaving President George W. Bush to give him a recess appointment. Democrats criticized him during his year-long stretch as a solicitor for articles he wrote questioning Clinton administration ergonomic protections that were repealed by Congress. Farmers see small benefit from additional SNAP benefits. A new study from the USDA's Economic Research Service says every additional billion dollars in food stamp benefits generates $1.5 billion in economic activity and more than 13,000 jobs. However, only thirty two million of that goes to US farmers, according to the study, and here's why. When people receive that additional billion dollars and supplemental nutrition assistance program benefits, it allows them to spend some of their existing income on other non food needs. The result is that total food spending increases by just three hundred million dollars. As farmers know, only a small portion of three hundred million winds up in their hands. Most goes for processing, packaging, transportation, and labor. And some of the food is imported, not domestically produced. About 19 cents of every dollar spent on domestically produced foods and beverages in stores goes to American farmers. For food sold in restaurant, farmers get four pennies. India again raises crop subsidies. India, a country under fire recently from the U.S. for breaking WTO subsidy limits and distorting international ag markets, is again increasing subsidies for some farmers by raising government-set floor prices as much as 9%. That's according to the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The heftier subsidies for rice, sorghum, corn, soybeans, peanuts, and other crops were announced later than initially planned, so the effect on planting, which is happening now, will be less significant than hoped for. But weed and corn production are both expected to increase for the 2019-20 marketing year. USDA Advising EPA on Pesticide Regulation An EPA proposal addressing protection of farm workers subject to pesticide spraying is now under review by USDA which under FIFRA has 30 days to comment. The contents of the proposal have not been made public, but EPA may be offering growers flexibility in meeting a requirement in the 2015 worker protection rule to keep people, particularly workers and their children, from being directly exposed to pesticide applications. As it stands, people are not allowed within 100 feet of outside spring or within 25 feet of spring in enclosed space production. A possible change could be allowing workers to remain in well-insulated housing instead of leaving the application area as permitted in Oregon. Here's today's She Said It. Farmers across the country are facing a tough economy, a reckless trade war, and an unpredictable set of weather conditions. They need to know Congress has their backs. That Representative Sherry Bustos, a Democrat of Illinois, on the importance of lawmakers' new crop insurance caucus. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, July 22nd. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chuck Alley.